Think meditation is hard? Do me a favor. Take a slow, deep breath in. And now breathe out. Congratulations. You just meditated. Hi, I'm Crystal Joukowsky, and this is Breathe In, Breathe Out, a weekly mindfulness and meditation podcast for anyone ready to own their own shit and find a little peace while doing it. Welcome to Breathe In, Breathe Out. I'm Crystal Joukowsky, and as always, I am thrilled that you're here. This week, I speak with Damala Aktakin, and she is an inner child energetic wound healer, a crystal healing teacher, and soul healing writer who helps other self-healers and healers move beyond the energetic wounds of their inner children and shine brighter than they ever thought possible so they can fully show up in their lives to heal themselves, their families, and their soul communities. Through Damala's own healing journey, she discovered a unique way to approach crystal healing, which is based on cultivating a long, loving, co-creating, and respectful relationship with crystals that activates their limitless healing potential. She's the author of life-changing daily practice journals, uh, the creator of the Chakra Bliss Vault Crystal Healing Membership, and the host of the Conversations with Healers podcast. Go listen to her there. This was a fun interview for me. We brushed on crystals and how fantastic they are. And then we talked about motherhood and how becoming a mother changed her life. And we talked about our own healing potential and how ancestral healing and ancestral experiences feed into our lives in the here and now. She was a lovely guest, and I really hope that you enjoy this interview as much as I did. Hello, and welcome to Breathe In, Breathe Out. I'm Crystal Joukowsky, and I'm excited today to be speaking with Damala Aktakin because we are going to talk about inner child work and all sorts of fabulous stuff. So before I get too excited because my energy is off the charts, she's already feeling me going, what the heck? Calm down. Um, Damala, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get here? Where'd you come from? Just give us a little bit of you. Yeah, no worries. I'm right there with you. (laughs) Coming out of another call, but uh, who am I? What I do is I help people heal their their inner child um, through the um, progressive and co-creative work of looking at um, the symbols and the life that's inside of you diving into the landscape that is you with help and realizing that underneath all the trauma, all the energetic wounds, all the stuff, (laughs) there is an infinite potential that lives in you, which I call your inner children. And it's possible to awaken and invite them into your life. The way this work came into my life is through my own healing journey. Mm -hmm. Um, through a series of health issues, I first dove into um, my body as a healing healing source. I discovered yoga and dove into it in all sorts of ways. And then in 2012, my uh, daughter was born via emergency C-section. Oh. And I went into a place where everything I knew or thought I knew they weren't working. I didn't realize um, or I couldn't um, recognize who I was, my body. I couldn't connect with myself. 
And through that journey, I discovered um, I could connect with crystals and I could um, sort of partner with crystals. And that led to um, a gradual healing, which then led to the inner child healing work. So crystals led to the inner healing. How did that happen? Like, how did crystals come in? And I, I love crystals and use them as well. I have them all over my house and my studio and it's, they surround me, but how did they come into your life? How did they introduce themselves, so to speak? Well, I wasn't someone who went out and, you know, got a bunch of crystals. I never actually had any interest in that realm knowingly. But what happened was I was in such a place of darkness and I could feel myself sinking deeper and deeper into the darkness. And what I hadn't realized then, which I know now is all the things that I haven't looked at and healed were coming up together. And I was um, very poorly resourced to handle it. So my decision point was, I am going to go out into the world and go like full rabbit hole in to anything that presents itself. And lo and behold, I just came into a YouTube video that talked about crystals. Um, So there I was in the middle of the night, (laughs) not knowing how to approach crystals or what to do anything about it. I just naturally... um, First of all, I I went and got myself the biggest crystals I could find at the time. I thought that was the the thing. And then I said, I'm just going to lie down um, and I'm going to place them on and around my body. And I was familiar with the chakra system through my yogic training. And so that's what I did. And it was very much an intuitive process because as a new mom, I didn't have time to go pee. Needless to say, I did not have time to go (laughs) read a whole bunch of resources or take courses or do anything. Um, And even then, even when I did glance at books or, or online resources, it always astounded me that people would categorize crystals a certain way. And then they would um, categorize it a different way in other resources. So it made no sense to me. And it wasn't reflecting my direct experience, which was I was gradually feeling better as I came back to connect with the crystals with nothing more than the intention of just being present with them and being connected with them. I was just feeling better each and and every time I did that. Um, And through that, I realized this is something I want to teach others. And this is something I want to practice. And the inner children came to be as I began to work people one-on-one. I would often ask them um, in the crystal healing, in the the places that they felt in their body, I would ask them um, if it was a particular discomfort or a naughty area, I would say, how old is this place? Um, Mm -hmm. And again, that question just came to me intuitively. And they would say, um, oh, it feels like it's from when I was five five years old. Or they would say, it's been there forever. 
it's older than time. So to me, that indicated an ancestral wounding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I began to sort of play with this and play with this, um, you know, this thing that begin, began to present itself in my sessions over and over and over again. Um, and now I know that when I'm working with a client and we're diving underneath the skin into your earth, that is a microcosmos that is an inner sky and there may be clouds and there may be things hindering the view but there are so many stars there are so many little potentials to be discovered and to um, be activated i love your imagery i'm huge on storytelling and imagery and to step back and look at our the way you said it was our earth our internal being and looking at the stars and recognizing that each one is a different experience each one is a different moment and there are clouds that come and they may block that view and they may block that view for a myriad of different reasons sometimes it's to protect us sometimes it's to hide i mean myriad of different reasons and then with you they can go through and they can part those clouds see that moment and then heal what was behind the clouds mm. okay it's a little bit like this and the that imagery is actually from a dream that i had um mm. i saw myself in egypt and i'm by the pyramids i'm looking up at the sky and people are just passing by and then there are a few people stopping to see what I'm looking at. And I show people, look at this beautiful night sky. Just look at this. Um, and I knew immediately that was about my work. But what you're what you're describing is um is pretty pretty common in the sense that when we are faced with a challenge in life, we create a strategy, a vibrational pattern to deal with it. And that pattern um, continues to stay with us, whether it's a nervous system pattern or it's a certain way of uh, being in your relationships. And the the difference to the way I, I approach inner child healing to perhaps um, anything else that's out there is that I am not looking to take you on a journey of Uh, taking you from point A to point B, point A being you have the clouds, point B being you you don't have any clouds. Uh (laughs) Clouds are part of the the process and your inner landscape. But what I am saying is, what if we didn't have to eradicate the wound, but what if together with the wound is your infinite potential of past, parallel and future inner children and the inner children of your ancestors living in a, as a quantum seed in each and every moment hidden inside your DNA, inside your crystalline being? What if we can look at your whole process of um, healing that wound as a chance to discover the hidden potential? Because more, more often than not, in your biggest cloud is hidden your biggest and most potent um, light and potential. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> Did I correct? 
I did. No, no. <laughs> in some ways and in other ways, no. And it's all good. And I really appreciate clarifying um, what I was asking. How does how does the ancestral piece come into that? How does the ancestral inner child work affect us? Where is that? How do you understand that? Well, first of all, if you look at your immediate ancestors, your parents, there are a lot of wounds or patterns that we take on to honor them. Your uh, mom or dad ha- may have had anger issues, and you thought that was a great way to be just like them, to honor their um, existence and to carry on their pain. So some of the excavating work that I do with people is to help them uh, connect the dots and see what's theirs and what's not. And once they realize, for instance, we're in a very practical terms, I would say to you, Crystal, something like, where are you feeling the most sensation right now? We're not going to do that, but just to give, <laughs> give you an example. And I would say, okay, um, is it your throat? Is it your heart? Where is it? And then we would go into that sensation and you might describe seeing a stone in your heart. You might describe seeing like a net wrapping around your neck. And then I say, okay, um, how much of this thing that's around your neck is your own own and how much of it is a um, like a taken on from somebody else and people are very, very quick to know what that is. And sometimes it's a percentage. Sometimes the whole thing isn't yours. And then it becomes very easy to transform that and to move through that, to reach to the potential. Um, But to answer your question, the ancestral piece is we're not, um, we're not just, you know, separate beings. We are drops of ohm. Um, as my website name suggests, we are you are a drop of om, a drop of vibration and potentiality swimming in a sea of om. And in that potentiality, we have our own individual wounds, as well as the wounds of our ancestors and the wounds of our species present. And all of those are perhaps naming them wounds is not necessarily giving or doing them justice because they're all unrealized potentials of um, existing at ease, existing in flow, being more coherent in my eye. I love that we're talking about this today because over the last two weeks, there have been a lot of nudges and comments, conversations, questions that have come up. And I know that they have been coming from the universe, from that ohm saying, hey, Crystal, it's time for you to look at this and it's time for you to check in. And I realized that a lot of the things that I was being asked about fed back to those ancestral things with my parents, with my grandparents and how they lived their lives and how they were taught how they were raised and how things changed or did not change for them. And then my current is actually my reaction to them and how they taught me to be in this. And I accepted that. I chose to take that belief on. And so now I'm sitting here saying, what do I do with it? And do I want to 
change that? Do I want to alter that? Do I want to shift that? And is there hidden potential that I didn't know was there because I had this additional commotion or the cloud hiding what's there? So can I go in and shift all of that by myself? Can I do my inner child work by myself? (laughs) A little bit yes, a little bit no. Um, I've shared this free meditation called activate the light of your inner child. And Mm -hmm. that's something you can do every single day. It's going to be limited to what your uh, nervous system is able and willing to handle by itself. And what I mean by that is um, a lot of these things are relational. The wounds that we're talking about, they came about in a relational manner. You got into a sort of a conflict or a challenge with somebody else or something else in your life. So it's kind of hard and not always fun, in my opinion, (laughs) to go into that (laughs) realm of relationships by yourself. Um, The other piece of it is, though, when you're going to enter into a trusting relationship with a healer like me, that takes vulnerability. That takes, again, your nervous system being at a place where you can handle it. You can say, oh, okay, like, you don't, I don't have to do it by myself, but, but how, how do I even trust this person? Right. So it depends on where you are on your healing journey. It depends on how much you want this. Some people are ready to jump in and jump deep. Some people want and need to go a little bit on their own. Um, I share a lot of like inner child tidbits in my social media, like I said, through free resources. But at the end of the day, I can't do with you through free resources what I do in a 10-session engagement. In committing to doing at least 10 sessions with me, you're saying you're giving your system free reign to bring up the stuff and in all layers of the stuff. (laughs) And my gift is I am clairaudient and clairvoyant and I tune in to what needs to be heard, seen and understood in the moment, what needs to be gently held and fed and nourished in the moment. Um, And I guide you through that. And sometimes it's a silent session. A lot of the times it's not silent. I ask a lot of questions. What are you sensing, feeling, noticing in your body? What's happening? What is this reminding you of? When you meet your five-year-old in the middle of a stuck point in your heart, it's a deeply magical, magical thing to experience, to look into the eyes of that child and realize they haven't been hurt. They haven't been um, permanently wounded. They have been, though, very frustratingly waiting for you to connect with them. So, um, and we're living in times, Crystal, you're bringing up a great point, which is the nudges are getting stronger (laughs) and louder and getting very hard to ignore, which also means the the support around it. how should I put it? There is a um, there is a weight that's there 
but incredibly so there is a force around you that's wanting you to get out of that weight. So I would listen to the nudges and I would, um, that was my promise to myself that got me here to doing even what I'm doing is to give yourself um, the promise to go all in. Yeah. You brought up a great point um, about people and when we finally decide to invest in ourselves, when we finally decide to invest in our own healing and say, I am doing this, I'm going to give this to me. A couple of things happened um, happen when we do that. Number one, sometimes we feel a little bit of a pull backwards, like we're afraid of taking that step forward, right? When we first initially say, I'm going to do this, that's the fear of change. And that's the part of you that's like, no, 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 I'm comfortable in this. And yet there's also this equal and opposite opportunity where we can really step into our own strength, our own power, our own healing, and we can shift so many things. And right now, I agree with you fully those nudges are getting so loud and the work that I do with somebody is going to be so different than the work that you do with people. And yet we're all trying to help each other and heal and vibe up for lack of a better word coming into more of a loving and accepting space. Yes, Loving and accept this. Yes. Vibe up. No, I want people to vibe in. I want people just like the goddess Inanna go underneath to the underworld willingly going through the seven different layers of initiation. Not like Persephone, the Greek goddess who was pulled into the darkness, into the underworld, which was what I experienced as a new mom. So Mm -hmm. unless you're willing to take the journey down and in, into your inner cosmos, you're going to be chances are you're going to be pulled in. Um, And I'm very careful to not say, like, I'm not here to get you to a la 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 out of your body place. I want you to be in the body with the cloud, the light, everything um, with your divine presence. And the word divine to me means accepting and allowing of all of you. Yeah. I tell people to tune out of the world and tune into you, tune into your heart, tune into your body, tune into where you're at and how you feel in that moment and what you need and how you can heal and shift and be more present in that moment. You're in this moment where life is really difficult. You have this sudden C-section. Now you have this newborn child and you are really struggling. How does this new understanding, how does this shift work with you and your child now? How do you help them through life? First of all, it changed changed everything. It changed how I look at life, how I experience life. Um, I went through a gruesome but very deep transformation um because previously i was living in a very mind-based world and then i thought when i came down to my body that was it and then i was awakened to a deeper truth which is my body is made up of space and pure light potential Mm. um so the way this works is anyone who's a parent (laughs) would say 
they come in, the children come in with their own um, uniqueness and with their own light. And what I am, my daughter is 10. So what I am working with now is how can I be present with this child um, as not assuming that I know her, but knowing that this is a new moment, another new moment, another new moment, because she is changing very fast. And the other good part is like if a lot of the things that I've learned and implemented in myself and in my relationships um, and I've attempted to teach her are now coming back at me of course <laughs> she's like like we're sitting on the couch she's telling me of a hard day at school and I suggest something and she says mom I need you to listen I don't need you to fix me right now so yeah that happens <laughs> <laughs> and inside and I'm like yes like I did some I feel like I did something right there um in a lot of ways I gave birth to her but she gave birth to me as a healer um she continues to show me and challenge me in different ways um and I think as she grows it becomes more apparent to me that um again that presence piece of not assuming that i know her is going to be more and more important is there anything that stands out that she has taught you specifically i mean she's fed into your growth as a healer and coming into your own and you're constantly learning more from her. Is there anything that you've learned more about yourself? Like, huh? Yeah. Well, two things. The first one is, I mean, that looking at it new every day and not assuming, you know, things applies to crystals and your inner children as well. Yes. So, there's that. And she is also, I think the biggest thing that has happened to me personally through the journey of motherhood is seeing in her growth phases um, a lot of myself. And not in the sense that she was similar to me, but her being herness reminding me of me being me and what that was like. Um, and what was there as a resource and what wasn't there as a resource. And it's interesting because her resources are much different than mine. And in, in, from my point of view, a lot more than mine, but she doesn't always feel that way. That's interesting to watch. It's also interesting because, um, she she doesn't assume or know anything else other than like you know my mom and dad are going to be there for me like I have other adults that I can trust and so on and so forth um so I'm seeing her and even in that there are points that she's struggling with uh as we all do as part of the growth process and my 
my biggest learning is um, <clears throat> what are the consequences of her little mini decisions that I can leave her with every single day that are going to um, help her move through the next challenge of growth? And where do I sort of put a gentle hand <laughs> behind her back to <laughs> push her through? And to be perfectly honest with you, I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm making it up as I go. That's the, the honest truth of it. Yeah, I think that's the way that it is as a parent. Um, we just kind of dive in and we hope that we're doing okay and that our kids are okay. Um, I think the way that we approach parenthood can be the way that we approach our how do I put that? When it came, so when I was a parent, when I became a mom, it was, I'm just going to dive in. I'm just going to get this stuff done. I'm going to figure it out. Oh, did I screw my child up there? Did I mess something up there? What did I do wrong? And I find I ask myself the same questions in my business. Like I'm diving in. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to make it up as I go. I'm going to learn and teach me what I need to learn so that I can be more of a helper to those who need me and a guide to those who need me. And it's the same thing with my kids. Teach me so that I can help these, these beings, these fabulous souls go through life and, and be the best souls that they can be and nurture them um, lovingly. And hopefully they feel like we did a good job at the end of the whole thing. So. That just felt like a side tangent for some reason. But. <laughs> Can I add something to it? I have a similar prayer, but I say, um, please be gentle with me as you're teaching us. <laughs> Over the years, I learned it doesn't hurt to ask, you know, can we go a little slower perhaps at some yeah. point? <laughs> yeah. You mentioned that that you were you were in that dark hole and you were like, yeah. what am I going to do? And crystals like were right there. When I first said, I'm ready to learn, I'm ready to step on my path, uh, show me. It was the crystals were the first thing that jumped in and then it was chakras and then it was, and it just kept piling on and you keep learning and you keep seeing how everything is so connected and how everything can really nurture each other and come together in such a beautiful way. And it is, you, you need them to be, be gentle with me because you're giving a lot to me <laughs> in this moment. And in the same aspect, I think that we can unintentionally do that with our clients because we're like, hey, I see, let's let's help you. And and if they're in that moment able to accept that, then we keep going. And if they're not, then we have to pull back and accept that let's be a little more patient and let's shift things a little gentler. And then there'll be more moments that you have a breakthrough and you run and you dive in. And then there are going to be moments you pull back again. And so you learn that ebb and flow. But I think we learn that ebb and flow with ourselves. And then if we have kids, we learn with that same ebb and flow with our kids. And we continue doing that throughout our lives. There are moments of great expansiveness. And then there are moments of receptive and intuitive and take yeah. a break. Okay. The thing about clients, I see a tiny bit differently yeah. and from my point of view i trust in the intelligence of your energy system 
the moment you sign up for a session, your system knows and brings up exactly what we're going to work with and work on. Yeah. And then the other thing I bring in is I'm bringing like 110% of me. When we meet, I'm all yours. Time actually ceases to exist. I'm right there. I'm crying with you. I'm breathing with you. And all I ask is for you to do the same. I'm not asking you to take the huge jump, but I'm Mm -hmm. asking you to be with it. So if you're with it, we're good. We'll get somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Even if it starts small or slow, we'll get there. But um, if I'm showing up, you better show up too. (laughs) Amen. Absolutely. Amen. I do the same thing. I show up 100% because I am here, 110. I am here for you and you are going to guide this. You are going to be the one who says, let's go and let's hold on for a moment. And absolutely, I think that it's each person's independent individual journey and we get to be witnesses and supports in that moment. You say that Daily healing practices are super important. Why is that? Why do we need it daily and not, oh, I can do it once a week or I can do it a couple <laughs> times a week and I'm good to go? Because we get out of order. And I mean that in the literal and figurative sense. Um, I j- actually just had a, a private client that went deep into this. Which is, and she's experiencing a lot of physical symptoms, but the the point of decision and the point of intention needs to be, okay, here I am as this drop of ohm, drop of vibrational reality. And there's so many things that are out of whack in the world right now. They're going to inevitably hit you. And then there are going to be things in there that are already out of whack because of your energetic wounds. So, and they will get triggered by the out of orderness, the chaos around you. So your job becomes, what kind of um, order can I bring to myself today? And to me, that begins with um, solitude, silence, and diving into your earth underneath the skin. Um, whether you do that through crystal healing, like I do, <laughs> or whether you, I don't know, go take a walk or you're sitting down outside, wonderful. But some sort of moment where you can say, I need to reorder, um, re-regulate my nervous system and reorder the fluidity of my system and crystals do this wonderfully because they're already ordered molecules. They are, um, they have, they can repeat frequencies perfectly because of that order. And what happens is they remind us of that order. And when you sit with them, breathe with them and show up openly to them without expecting them to be something that they may not be at that moment, they're going to remind your system of that order. And when you get ordered, um, you can then, because the, the stuckness is you holding on to things, the chaos, 
but order is going to open up the flow. Order meaning coherence. Um, your heart rate gets lower. Your breathing gets more organized, the breathing in and out. And your right and left hemispheres begin to talk to each other. Your body begins to relax. Your blood pressure drops. So these are the physical things. On an energetic level, things are flowing more easier. They can flow in and through you. Mm-hmm. As well as things that are waiting to get in can get in, like the guidance, the subtle energy, all the help that's out there available for you. So that to me is non-negotiable, not in the sense that like I don't do it the same way every single day. Some days I do it for five minutes. I actually have a membership for this where I record five-minute healings, believe it or not. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> mostly for me and and for other people <laughs> who might be interested in that, because sometimes that's all you have. And then other days it is um, something I do just before I fall asleep. But every single day it's you know, and it's a kindness. It's a kindness to say you know what's out of order here. How can I sit with this and and that sitting with it invites the order in. The other thing that invites order in gratitude, the other thing that invites order in is um, just noticing what feels good. What feels good? Maybe just you're a touch person, like the touch of soft things. It's fall that brings you (laughs) some more goodness. (laughs) Maybe it's warmed. Maybe it's cold. Like noticing what feels good, moving towards that gratitude, silence, solitude. So that's those things. So every day is a moment. Taking a moment every day, whether that's five minutes or an hour, and giving yourself that gift to breathe and to tune in and to see where you're at and how you feel and gratitude. I love gratitude. <laughs> the other day I was talking to a girlfriend and she said, wow, you are fired up. And I said, yes, I'm fired up about this. I'm really frustrated about this. And then she said, yeah, I understand that. And I'm so grateful that I live so, such a blessed life. And I said, me too. And we started talking about how blessed we were and it shifted that whole, I'm all fired up from this frustration and overwhelm into this yeah it's okay so it brought more of that order and that peace because together we were talking about just the gratitude and the gift that we have in the moment and yeah there are other things that are going to happen and life is he was a wise friend wasn't he wasn't she She didn't say to you crystal sit down you're gonna name all the things you're grateful for yeah Look at all these things that are blessed in my, like she brought herself into order mm-hmm. and you yeah. got affected by that. Yeah. And yeah. Inevitably, that's the other piece of the daily practice is, you know, talking about our kids and everything. Like when you're ordered, everything is flowing better <laughs> in a lot of different ways. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think we have more patience with those around us because we are ordered and we are balanced. We are grounded and able to function, flow smoother. And so everyone around us, they don't affect us as much. And yet we and our order helps to affect them and bring them a little bit order too. So I think it's a beautiful thing and it works both ways. (laughs) Thank you. She's my girlfriend from high school and I just, I love her to death. She's, (laughs) she's smart. (laughs) Yes. She, her and I, we're always talking about how we can absolutely be genuinely ourselves and talk about absolutely anything. And it does not matter because we love each other regardless. So she's, thank you. I love her. Um, Damla, how do people find you? Where are you at? I am, um, Someone asked me this today and I said, (laughs) I am sandwiched between preparing school snacks and a healthy (laughs) breakfast and the after school activities and in between working on, you know, healing myself and others. Um, And that's the reality of life. And I'm very blessed. I'm very happy about it. Um, my website is a drop of om.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com. That's where, okay. you're, where you're going to find lots of free resources, including the inner child activation meditation, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is a fabulous way to do that daily practice. Um, it's a beautiful way to start getting connected with your inner child. Um, I have a sort of a guidance in there to help you um nourish the child a little bit you'll you'll find out when you download it and then um the other piece of this is i i write intuitively i send a weekly newsletter that is guided somewhat channeled and people seem to get something out of it just through reading that and just being in that um and uh I'm on social media too. And if you're guided to work with me, I would say um, just get started. Because I've had people, you know, people find you or, you know, in the local community, they would find my card or something and they would put it in a drawer and then they keep opening the same drawer. (laughs) And two years later, they book something. So, I mean, maybe if you get something like that, just book it already and be done with it. Yeah. That's what I will say. Yeah. They have been brought to you for a reason. And there's no better time than now to dive in and see that potential. Change your life. Heal what you can. A couple extra questions for you. What do you do for self-care? Um, the daily practices uh-huh. and that element of kindness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's everything because it just, from the way I pour my tea to the way I, I handle the dishes, it's everything. The way I treat things and beings and relationships around me is a direct reflection of what's going on inside. So my practice is I'm really getting frustrated with my system right now, with my website right now. Can I just step out of this? 
or 10 minutes for that silence. So something like yeah. that, giving myself pauses and little mini kindness breaks. Love it. And then I encourage people to journal. So if there was a journaling prompt for everyone, do you have one that you'd like to share? What do you love? Oh, what do you love? And just Beautiful. keep writing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Keep writing. What do you love? So you heard it here, Damla. The, your website, is that where they can sign up for your weekly news? Yes. Yes. So if you get any of the resources, you will get signed up. I will say that I have published um, three different daily practice journals. (laughs) One of them is a crystal healing journal. The other is a gratitude journal. We talked a little bit about that. And um, the other one is a mantra journal. And all of them Uh have different prompts. And one of the ones from the crystal healing journal is Instead of assuming you sort of tune into the moment and you ask the crystal where where it wants to go or why, what it wants to partner you about. So, and you also write what you love about that crystal because in holding a crystal, we often don't realize that we are looking at ourselves. We are crystalline beings as well. So, um, being mindful of what you put in that relationship is very much a reflection of your own relationship with yourself. I love it. And I might have to get it. You guys check it out. She's got three different journals that you can write in. So dive in. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners today? Um, these are really tough times. Everything's accelerated. Everything's intensified. It's getting more intensified. Um, It's going to get a little worse before it gets better. And just be kind. Be kind with yourself. Amen. I echo that. Thank you so much for coming and being with us today on Breathe In, Breathe Out. My pleasure. I hope this moment of self-care and healing brought you some hope and peace. I'm Crystal Joukowsky on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and I hope you check us out and follow along for more content coming soon. I look forward to being with you again here on Breathe In, Breathe Out. Until next time, take care.